the college basketball experience, off season check-in, uh, coaching news, and uh, scheduling news episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks. Brought to you by Circa Sports. Yes, Circa Sports is back with their Circa Survivor and Circa Millions contest. Fourteen million dollars are up for grabs. Get all the details at circusports.com. And remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. Hey, this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circa Las Vegas. You're listening to FGPN. Let it ride. Been a little bit, been a little bit too long, you know. I was traveling down to South America, I've been bouncing around, and uh, look, it's always college basketball season on the college basketball experience. Subscribe, tell a friend, and hopefully you're watching this on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash the college experience. Um, uh, and, and perhaps you're wondering just who the hell you're listening to. Uh, my name is Colby Swigging Dantame's dad, aka Pick. Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. We killed a normal man, but nah, now that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was it's like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're gonna pay for it. Good night. Yes. The world is changing. Players are changing left and right. Figure we talk a little portal. Figure we talk some coaching news. Shout out to the chat, Kenneth Troy. We're already rolling. Get ready for the season, folks. It's coming. All right. It is fucking coming. We're going to preview all the conferences. We're going to go deep. All right. Because we don't snorkel here. All right. <laughs> I am joined by my co host. I feel like I fucking haven't even seen this guy in forever. He's just, he's just uh, sitting over there enjoying life over there in Virginia. Uh, give it up for former, former. Uh, well, I mean, former former assistant to uh, one yeah. Frank Martin and Bob Huggins. Uh, give it up for Moneyline Mac, aka Ryan McIntyre. How you doing, brother? What is going on, Pick Dundee? Yeah, we are 16 weeks away from college basketball. Uh, portal still going on, just like last time we left. Oh, <laughs> I mean, uh, this it, fucking thing, <laughs> dude. I, I loaded up the portal for this episode because I've been grinding out on college football episodes. Go listen to the college football experience and the FCS college football experience. We host both of the, or I host both of those. And I know you dropped your big 12 uh, folks first right now. Time out. get on over yep. there. Subscribe to the big 12 experience. Uh, obviously big 12 media day is going on with college football and Moneyline Mac. Uh, is is hosting that that that's his own podcast. Go check it out, and it's it's not only football. It's going to be basketball. It's it's going to be some baseball when the when college baseball comes around. It's just all Big Twelve everything. 
So uh, s- subscribe over there. How's how's life in the Big Twelve uh, going? By the way, uh, for, you know I've made a case I think for every single team that they could win in football, and I'll do the same in basketball because it's the best basketball league in America. I know everybody hears me say it for six straight months. Top to bottom, it's the best football league too, in terms oh. of top to bottom. So yeah, no, we're having fun over there. Uh, check us out; it's going to be a fun year with uh, me, Rambling Rush, and uh, the Big Twelve guru Troy Tuning. Yeah, and I, look, I, I I'm not doing this to uh, uh to 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 just be a company guy and just go with the Big Twelve here. I am by far the most excited to watch that no conference doubt. in football than any other conference because trying to go through and forecast, like you said, you got every team winning it. Uh, yeah, I mean. <laughs> Each day, I'm like, well, you know what, Kansas could win it this year. And then, like, uh, I'm, I'm like, well, you know, Oklahoma's in a lot of one-score games. They could win it this year. And then I'm like, well, Texas Tech emerged. Their defensive line played great. Like, they could win it this year. So, super excited for the new Big Twelve. Even, even the newcomers, even the newcomers yeah. could win it. Uh, but look, folks, we got to talk a lot of college hoops. And, and shout out to the whole chat. I know we're rocking here. Um, uh, Ryan. Well, look, before we get into it, let me just, uh, let me tell folks out there that the college basketball experience is brought to you by Circa sports. Yes. Circa millions and Circa survivor are back at $14 million in guaranteed prizes are up for grabs. Uh, Circa survivor is, is, is just pick a different money line winner each and every week. You can't pick the same team twice. There's some strategy there. Uh, Circa millions is five NFL picks ATS each week. You can enter in Vegas, but play from anywhere. Uh, sports gambling podcast crew will be out there the last weekend in August. So if you're out there, hit us up circusports.com for all the details. Once again, that is circusports.com. What would you do with $14 million people? Huh? Circusports.com. Check it out. All right. We are back on the college basketball experience and uh, buddy. I know this ain't fun for you. All right. It ain't fun no. for you, but uh, you know, your former employer, is Bob Huggins uh, one of them? Uh, we got it. It's only fair to the audience if we if we address the elephant in the room, man. Uh, look, I I grew up a Huggins guy. I mean, I didn't. I was never employed by him, but I did enjoy those Cincinnati teams. Uh, and then I shifted into the Kansas State era in the West Virginia era, and I, I really enjoyed it. Um, this one, it's probably the biggest college basketball story going this off season is, is what seems to be a, uh, it's, it's kind of a, a, a self inflicted uh, just explosion by a legendary hall of fame coach. Uh, I got to ask your, your take on the whole scenario. Obviously uh, I, I just, I'm shocked that it's come to a halt like this. And then, so you had the, the incident on the radio, then that, you know, he's like, okay, you know, they, he got through that one. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, I think they redid his contract or something. And then you had, obviously he caught a, a pretty bad DUI as far as flat tire. And then, uh, uh blew a, a, a ridiculous level and, and didn't know what state he was in, which, <laughs> um, look, he's 70 years old people. I'm not, I don't want to make excuses. You know, I, I, in my opinion, you should be fired for something like that. But uh, he is from a different world where, like, they did drive a lot, a lot more frequently. Back, you go back to like the 1970s. You know, that was a, like a common thing. Uh, yeah. Oh no, he's just uh, been at the bar all day. But at the same time, 
Like I, you got to fire. There's no way you can't after a scenario like that, in my opinion. But now, now, you know, he he's suing the university after he had his alma mater. Might I add? I, oh, what, what 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 do you make of all this, man? I I got we got to ask you. We got to ask you. Yeah, yeah. No, I've been thinking about what I've wanted to say. I was on Hoops Peterson, and it's. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. It's uncomfortable to talk about it. It's sad. It sucks. Uh, I mean. I talked to Hugs, I think a couple of weeks ago before, right between him getting fired and uh, the recent stuff where he's suing the university. I mean, I don't think he really thinks he's going to be the head basketball coach again. I think that kind of got twisted, but yeah, I mean, I still don't agree with the way he's going about it, but I mean, it is what it is. And it's just sad, man. Honestly, take it. I, I think. He he did so much good for West Virginia University. Like you said, he did not, he played there, he coached there, he went to a final four, multiple sweet sixteens, and basically sixty days of just self-sabotaging has almost killed sixteen years of a, a great run, unfortunately. Yeah, and like I don't know where he's getting the legal advice right now. I know he's got like a team of lawyers from what I understand, like a a, a strong amount of lawyers. Um Yeah. He so he's suing university saying his wife sent the text and which he and, does not use email. I should have that. that. Yeah. And he says that he doesn't use email. Yeah. It reminds me of the old coastal Carolina football coach who didn't yeah. use email. Um, and, and here's my thing, man, is he, I know he comes in, talks to the team, right? And then he empties out his office. So isn't it implied I think it's a money thing and the lawyers are being lawyers. Basically. I just, that's think, the way I'm yeah. reading it. I, but, but I also just don't think whoever's in his ear has his best interest. I think it's just I was about trying to, to say make that. the most amount of money like this. It's making him look bad. Yeah, no, it, it's making no, him look no really bad. And, and, and to me, like I, if I'm him, I would say, you know, maybe back off of that uh, because, because Hey, this guy's not that far away from being the all-time leading wins leader. If he wanted to pick up a job, you know, like we've seen what Tarkanian at Fresno State or uh, Patino at Iona, you know, yeah. he, he could he could be able to do that. But I don't know that anyone's going to want to touch that with a ten-foot pole right now. And I I don't know that he'll ever get that opportunity because of it. Um, I don't know, man. It, it's a really tough scenario. I know you worked for him, so, I, but I, I've never seen an, a, a, like a self inflicted blow up like this at, at this point in someone's career that I can ever recall. And, and, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe he's got issues with abuse. I'm not sure. Maybe he can, maybe he can fix, fix that. I don't know, but, but I've not, have you ever seen anything like this? I know it's, 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 it's especially tough for you because it's, it's someone that you know and you care about, but, yeah. but in general, I can't recall a legendary coach going out like this, man. And it's sad and I just don't know. So, so in a statement, he was mad that the university did not go with who he suggested uh, as assistant coach. So, or as, as interim head coach, I'm sorry. Why is he burying one of his own guys in a way? See, I, I was confused by that because that was his pick. So I don't know. I don't know why that, why he said that just recently, because from what I was told, he wanted Josh to get the job. That's who I wanted to get the job. I feel like I was the only guy pushing for Josh Eiler to be head coach. I I think he's more than qualified in a chaotic situation. 
that he's going to take over for the next 10 months, even kill guy that can stabilize the program a little bit. I didn't understand that either. I don't know really what's going. Like I said, I talked to hugs a couple weeks ago and he seemed at peace at the time, but obviously I don't know. I, him, him and the president um, kind of, kind of like at Cincinnati at the end, aren't on the best of terms maybe. And maybe it's a power play. Cause I, I don't think hugs knowing, knowing what I know about hugs and the people I talk about, a, I don't think he's done coaching or he doesn't want to be done coaching and B he's just not going to go settle off into the, on a pond somewhere or on a lake somewhere and just go fishing every day. But, but that's why stay busy, but yeah. that's why it's essential that he go out quietly. Like this thing agreed. It, yes. it keeps getting worse and worse. And I just, I, I, I can't even see a college taking a chance right now on him. Um, so, so, you know, I don't know, man. And, and so West Virginia, obviously, you know, they have a new athletic director relatively new, uh, what past like six months. I feel like, right. Something like yeah, that. Ren, uh, Ren Baker. So maybe there's some discomfort there. Maybe the school president, I know their NIL collective is very good though, but now you have this clause, you know, well, a, the college basketball is the portal still was open. So so now you're trying to save everybody. You're trying to save your season, your roster, as you saw. Uh, well, I actually want you to update me on this. So Joe Tucson's gone. He's at he's at Texas Tech, correct? Yes. They were able to talk Jesse Edwards into being, uh, re, you know, re, retaining him. Remember, he was transferring in from Syracuse. Kirk Kirk Carisha, he's the back. same. Okay. Yep. And Raekwon battles back. And I know, I know, uh, Dub V just landed a uh, a Florida State transfer in. Uh, oh man, uh, Jeremiah Brembley. Uh, that was a nice get, but but did they lose anyone else besides Tucson? They lost uh, Trey Mitchell to Kentucky. Actually, that's just right. Got done, that's right. I just got done yeah. watching him and uh, Jose Perez went in the portal for about the 69th time in his yeah. Even career. though he never played a game at Dub V, yeah. but. Uh, Everybody's like, what do you think? I go, I don't, I, I don't fucking know. He never played a game. He played as many minutes as me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so that situation is going on. And, and how do you think you think they'll be able to salvage this season and still be, you know, perhaps an NCAA tournament team or, or, you know, is this the roster is kind of depleted with Tucson and Mitchell out. They, they, they probably will be, you know, how basically, you know, you see this currently with Northwestern stuff. You're kind of like punting on the season. Do you think this is a scenario like that? I actually think they could salvage this thing. I think we just saw Quinterly, uh, the the guy from Central Florida recently that just committed to Texas. Uh, he he was at Pitt. He got arrested at Pitt. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, Horton, and I think there's going to be more names that are going to hit the portal between now and August 28th. I mean. When I saw that August 28th was the deadline for grad transfers, I was like, oh my God, we still have eight weeks of this shit. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I mean, they were able to keep their top three guys that they wanted. Cresha from Arizona, Edwards from Syracuse and battle from Montana state. And then they've had a couple guys that are going to be role guys uh, that have been in the program for two, three years. They're coming back. They got nine guys. They can add another piece or two. I think kind of like last year, I think they will be right on that bubble. It's going to be an exciting time still, I guess, you know, your collective is fantastic. I was just reading an article that they're like one of the best yeah. NIL collectives in all of college sports. Uh, so it gives you hope too. I know it's critical. It's a critical year. Cause you have an interim head coach in basketball and then Neil Brown on the hot seat in football. So maybe 
Uh, you know, uh, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe you can have a great year. I don't know. Maybe they can salvage, uh, you know, both jobs. Um, I can tell you that uh, the Ryan and Russ show has got plenty of traffic uh, the last couple months in West Virginia sports. Oh, I because bet. I West, bet. Virginia, West Virginia has not been under the radar at all in the last couple months. Uh, uh, you know, I know this is not the place for this because we're we're talking college basketball, but I I, I do want to discuss the the possibility of a of a reunion with Rich Rodriguez. You know, oh, uh, oh yeah, you know if Neil Brown has a bad season, I think Jacksonville State might be pretty decent. So uh, there's a chance. I wonder how the Dub V fans will feel about that. But let's continue on the basketball front because uh, Will Wade. Well, wait, <laughs> by the way, the NCAA is a fucking joke. All right. Because they, uh, they basically deemed that uh, will Wade They couldn't prove that he was exactly talking about money, even though, <laughs> even though there's a Yahoo report, there's a FBI wiretap and there's Christian Dawkins on an HBO documentary, basically saying <laughs> that he was referring to money, but uh, so he gets a two year show clause uh, and, and uh, he is suspended. He's now the head coach folks. If you don't know, he's now the head coach at uh, McNeese state. So two year show cause and suspended the first 10 games of the season. Uh, they let LSU off. Just like if you watch the Tennessee football situation today, they let them off. The NCAA basically saying, "Go, do whatever." There's no rules. Uh, what do you make of the Will Wade scenario? It, and uh, you know, I guess if you're McNeese, you're fucking thrilled, right? Well, and they they've done very well in uh, the portal. They got like four or five high major transfers that are down there in McNeese State. So I'm interested to see what what kind of year that McNeese say. Yeah, ten ten. 10 games, but that's all by games. And you're going to lose those anyway, get them back for Southland play. Honestly, like not to go back to hugs, hugs just needs to do a certain uh, similar situation. Like with Will Wade and Rick Pitino, where you just kind of lay low for a little bit and then you can pop in one of these Mac jobs or something or horizon jobs. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, you kind of dodged all the, the bullets. I mean, 10 games suspension. Who cares? Right? Yeah. I mean, McNeese is going to be on the road all those 10 games anyway. They're going to lose. Joe Dumars is alma mater's back, baby. Um, Bill uh, Self gets that every other year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the next case, and they're going to completely ignore that. Look, if you, yeah, I mean, come on. Uh, Mark Adams, former Texas Tech head coach and, and, and Chris Beard assistant, um, was hired by. Michael, may the Schwartz be with you and, and tell me why this hire is amazing. Um, I think it's pretty easy. I mean, you got arguably one of the best defensive coordinators as they call it in college basketball coming over for year number two, of the Schwartz era. I, 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 I like you. And I'm not just saying this cause you're on the show and you're an ECU grad, but <laughs> ECU was finished 150th in defense last year. I bet you, I guarantee you're in the top 50 next year. Because every year Texas Tech, they were a top ten defense, and you're losing the top three, top four teams in your league. ECU's on the rise, my friend. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The brand new AAC. I know we got Florida Atlantic in that thing, who's yeah. fresh off a Final Four appearance. But other than that, I know you look around and you say, okay, well, 
no more Kelvin Sampson. You still got Penny Hardaway in Memphis. Okay. So those two are going to be probably the odds on favorites. Uh, but after that, you're sitting there saying, I know Ron Hunter keeps a decent program. SMU should be a little bit better. But we're in the thick of this. I think we're in the thick of this here. I know you got Wichita, you know, maybe they rebound, but uh I'm excited. North Texas, obviously, you know, coaching change. So you gotta feel like ECU has a little bit of a leg up on North Texas because of the continuity. Uh I love this edition of Mark Adams. So uh there's that. And then I'm curious your take on this one. Ron Sanchez was the current or I'm sorry, was like a couple months ago the head coach of the Charlotte 49ers who are going to be in the AAC with ECU. Mm-hmm. He he is a, formerly an assistant of Virginia. What Tony Bennett hires him to be an assistant back at Virginia. He leaves the head coaching position. The, the first thing I thought when I saw this was uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Tony Bennett retires soon because why, why go back there? If you took the head coaching position at Charlotte, unless you were promised to be the, the next head coach. Yeah. I, I, I like that angle too. I also think maybe Charlotte's not investing as much as he wants them to headed into another step from the conference USA to uh AAC. And he's in year going to be in year number six. He may just want to reset, get back with Tony Bennett and maybe make himself more marketable to get a head job. But like, couldn't like, he just uh, do that next yeah. year if he gets fired? Yeah, I think he could or like you said Bennett could be on the way out kind of like Jay Wright was with Kyle Neptune and then Neptune slid in maybe Sanchez slides in. Well that, that, that that's the only thing that makes sense with me cuz look, let's say he's on the hot seat at Charlotte, which I think some people would say he would have been. Well, let's say he stays there for one more year and they make the NCAA tournament or they don't and he gets fired. I still think Tony Bennett would say, "Hey, we have a spot on the staff for you." Yeah. Instead to come in this year and to basically say that, I don't know, man, it just reeks. And I could just see Tony Bennett, the transfer portal era. You've seen Jay Wright leave. You've seen a lot of legendary coaches basically say, this is too fucking much for me. I'm out. That's what I read from that. Yeah. I, I, I don't disagree. And Tony Bennett, they don't really use the portal as much and they've lost some guys recently. So I could definitely see him doing what Jay Wright did. Um, both kind of similar with the way that just the way they approach life in the game. Nice guys, well respected. I could see Tony Bennett on TV uh, in the next couple of years. He's not that old. Yeah, I think he's in his mid fifties, maybe yeah. early fifties, something like that. He's already won a national championship. Avenged uh, the who was it? Uh, UMBC loss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Man, so look. Uh, by the way, and, and if you are a Charlotte 49er fan, um, they uh, basically named their interim head coach Aaron F- Fernie, I think it is. Yeah, uh, he's from Australia. Um, he coached in Australia. He's their interim head coach, and they're just going to roll with him. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see how the clits do in uh, year one of the AAC with a brand new head coach. Uh, more coaching news. 82 years young, Larry Brown (laughs) hired as a special assistant to Mike Hopkins, who just, I don't know if Mike Hopkins has photos of the school president of Washington doing something they shouldn't have been doing, but he's still in Seattle. Uh, I, I, I know they just brought in the guard from Rutgers. I'm drawing a blank on his name right now, but um, I was a bit surprised to see them say, Hey, 
special assistant, Larry Brown, 82 years young, hired by the Washington Huskies. Your take, good sir. Uh, I think Mike Hopkins might get fired if they don't start fast, and Larry Brown might be head coach. That's he's kind of, 82. That's, I know. He I could see him being the interim. Couple what, 10 games in, they have a bad. I I gotta look up what their schedule is, and Larry Brown slides right in. It's kind of what happened with the SMU. Kind of just came out of nowhere. I, I mean, <laughs> no, where no, was he no, last no. year? Memphis, <laughs> dude, dude, dude. There cannot this cannot be because look, I was thinking about this. Okay, but you had Paterno in football, but obviously that ended in a disaster. I can't recall a coach coaching into their eighties in football or basketball besides Paterno. Can you? What did Coach K finish? Seventy eight. I think it was like 76, 77, something like that. And then he looked like he was 90. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. There's no way. There's no way. I'm just, I'm just shocked by that headline. I'm like, I, I had to go to Wikipedia, Larry Brown to find out his age. Cause I was like, this guy's they're going to hire next, you know, uh, they're you know, hire pistol Pete Maravich. Right? He was, a, he, uh, he was drafted in the seventh round in 1963. 1963. It's 2023. Jeez. Now that's, that's the year JFK years. got shot, folks. Uh that's the coaching news. Uh I wanted to key in on Lemoyne University, brand new to D1 basketball. We're gonna be talking Lemoyne hoops. They uh they are gonna be in they're in the NEC. Uh I remember St. Francis Brooklyn just decided to, to just get rid of athletics. What a bunch of idiots they are. And uh yeah, yeah, and now Lemoyne is going to open up their first game ever. Uh, is is on uh, November seventh against Ed Cooley. First game of the Ed Cooley era against Lemoyne. Please, <laughs> Lemoyne. Please, Lemoyne. No, I'm joking. Um, Money line. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's talk a little bit before we get out of here about the portal, but uh, and, and some schedule notes. But uh, before I do that, I want to tell you. That the college basketball experience is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Best Ball Mania is here, and Underdog Fantasy is giving away fifteen million dollars in prizes. And look, Underdog Pick'em is a great way to get down on your favorite uh, MLB and NFL season player props. There's so so many ways to win over on Underdog, and Underdog's available in so many different states. Head on over to UnderdogFantasy.com. Use that promo code SGPN for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to a hundred dollars. Once again, that's UnderdogFantasy.com. Promo code S G P N. All right, we are back on the college basketball experience, and man, you go through this portal, and I mean, I guess I kind of, I you know, I was in South America for a month, so maybe I wasn't, I wasn't getting the news. I knew like a lot of the big names, but going through the top guys, I, I, I think we should address this. So I'm looking right now at the top guys in the portal. We talked about Hunter Dickinson to Kansas already. I think it. Instantly uh, makes Kansas a national championship contender. Not that they really weren't prior, but this is now yeah. kind of. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, we recently saw Grant Nelson, who was a stud in the Summit League, land with the Alabama Crimson Tide. Now, were you surprised? I was a bit. I was a bit surprised at that. Were you surprised at that? Yeah, I thought he was going to go to Arkansas. He kind of felt like a muscleman guy. Interested to see if he can improve uh, from, from outside on the perimeter, if he can make some shots, cause you know, Nate Oates is going to spread it out and shoot all those threes. So he could be a really good uh, four man fit for the tide. Cause you know, you know, Nate Oates likes to play fast and entertaining. 
Yeah, and look, they've gone out. They're pretty active in the portal. They they brought in what? They brought in a guy. Uh, what's it? Muhammad Wagu from Dub V, right? Yeah, Woggy. That was one of our yeah, six Wagyu. losses. Yeah. Um, but then they went out and got Aaron Estrada, who I know from uh, from Chips. No, I'm joking. From uh, from Hofstra. Uh, this guy's a stud. And then they brought in also Cal State Fullerton uh, guard Latrell Wrightsell. Um, do we expect Bama and Nate Oates to just be rebounding and, and being back in the mix for an SEC championship? I think so. I think that they're pretty much portal proof with Nate Oates. I know they lost Brandon Miller, um, wrong place, wrong time. And, but he's the number two pick in the draft. That's going to be a tough uh, piece to replace, but I definitely think this is a top five, top four, top five team in the SEC. The SEC is going to be a fun basketball league next year. It really is. It really is. And uh, obviously Arkansas muscleman, that's how he makes his money. I feel like it's just killing it in the transfer portal. Uh, We should probably talk a little bit about Eric muscleman because for years that's been his, his calling card is, is just attack the train. Even he was at Nevada, they went out and got Khalif battle who I was really high on from temple. Uh, they also got Kenyon uh, Menafield from Washington. L. Wait, L. Ellis from Louisville, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Tremont Mark from Houston. Jeremiah Davenport from Cincinnati, and Chandler Lawson from Memphis. Whew. I mean, the question is: Is can they gel together? Because when they really loaded up on talent yet again, they should be in the mix for an SEC championship. Correct. Yeah, from that he's got to play small. You would think because you named all all guards. I mean, they're they're all guards that that you named. Uh, Mark Battle, Menfield, uh, Ellis, uh, Davenport. I he mean, likes doing that though. He, yeah, he, yeah. I feel like that's a common thing that uh, he's done in years previously. Um, I know we just talked. Uh, well, let's talk. You know, right across that state line over the Mississippi River is the Memphis Tigers. They lost Chandler Lawson to Arkansas, but we were previously before Arkansas, we were talking about Alabama. They just landed Javon Quinterly. Oh man, it was his third stop, I believe. Uh, they went out and got Jordan Brown, who who was a beast from Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns. Now they add Javon Quinterly. Um, they also got David Jones from St. John's, uh, and. I think they got a couple other guys too. Jonathan Lawson from Creighton. No, 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 no. He left for Creighton. Um, but they they were very active in the portal. I know that. Should we start talking about how Memphis? Oh, I know who it was Caleb Mills. It's Caleb from Mills. Before, State, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this team could be loaded all of a sudden. You, then the Quinterly news I think was 24 hours ago. So now you look at this roster and you say Penny Hardaway. I mean, this potentially could be a top 10, top 15 team. I think, what do you, what do you make of, of what's going on with, with Penny? And I guess, can they live up to the hype? That that seems to be the question every year. And I think people forget FAU was down. What eight with was five minutes to go before they rallied. That could have been Memphis in the final four. I know you had Memphis and I had F eight. So like, but like the whole time leading up, we're like, whoever wins that game, I like them to get by Purdue. We didn't think we thought Purdue would at least get by fair Dick, but uh, that's a whole different story. <laughs> but Hey, a side note on Memphis, you know, Penny Hardaway suspended for the first three games and you know, who's coaching the team. Who's that 
Slick Rick Stansberry is on staff oh, in Memphis, and he's so all of a sudden they're get, they're dropping the bag and getting the portal guys. So, oh yeah, you know, you know I love it. You know, I mean they play Jackson yeah. State to open the season, so they yeah. should be they should be fine there. But uh, yeah, I thought those uh, portal gets you know stood out. There's some other. I mean, just going through the top ten port. I mean, not even the top ten. Like the, just going the twenty four seven sports top guys. Uh, Jameer Nelson Jr. is another one I don't know that we touched on much. He lands at TCU. I think that was a great get for the Horn Frogs. Uh, what'd you make of that one? I think TCU might have had the most underrated uh, portal because they got Uday from Kansas, the big. They got Avery Anderson from Oklahoma State. Here we go again with uh, Big Twelve guys going to other Big Twelve schools. So I, I expect TCU, and they got a bunch of guys back. So. TCU will be right in the mix and in, in the best league again in America. Yeah, and then Caleb Love this was that was wild. that yeah was that Michigan to maybe he just uh, wanted to scout out Noah Beanick. I don't know, but <laughs> he goes to Ann Arbor for what like a week. They yeah. didn't let him in the school. Now he's in Arizona. I mean, if you're an Arizona fan, you're thrilled. But what the hell's going on with Michigan? Let your players in. You do you want to win games, Michigan? You can't fire Juwan Howard. He has the perfect yeah. excuse. Hey, you never let in any players that I want. We wanted Terrence Shannon Jr. the year before. Didn't happen. Caleb Love now. Didn't happen. I what do you make of what's going on in Ann Arbor? And how do you think Caleb Love will fit with the Wildcats? I think Caleb Love's the biggest winner out of this. I think he actually might be a pretty good fit in Arizona where they kind of just run and gun and it's an entertaining brand uh brand of basketball. And you're going to pair him in the backcourt with uh, Jaden Bradley as well, coming over from Alabama. Uh, Kisha, uh, Kisha Johnson as well from San Diego State. Arizona is going to be right there to win uh, the Pac-12. I know everybody's going to be on USC because of Bronny James and 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 the older guys they have, but I still I still will lean to Arizona as a favorite in the Pac-12. Okay, okay, and then we should talk about. Uh... Kyle Neptune, rough first year in Philly with mm-hmm. Villanova, but man, they got Tyler Burton from the Richmond Spiders to transfer in as a what a grad transfer, and they don't they didn't traditionally use the portal that much back in in, in and then they got T.J. Bamba from uh, Washington State, uh, and Hakeem Hart from Maryland. Is Villanova perhaps? I know UConn's loaded again, but it seems like this might be a different Villanova team that we're going to see heading into Kyle Neptune's second year. What do you make of the Wildcats? Yeah, you mentioned it with their portal class, and they got some of their guys back as well. I mean, they got Dixon back in the post. I think Villanova's right back there to being a top four, top five team in the Big East, even though the Big East, man, is going to be a juggernaut once again. Fun, another fun league, man. I can't wait for the season. Yeah, I cannot wait for the season too. All right, look before we get out of here because I think I think Neptune Year Two is going to be very. I think they're going to be one of the must-watch teams, uh, the Villanova Wildcats. And don't forget, we got Slick Rick Patino in, in the in the Big <laughs> East now. All right, and 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 you got the Cooley situation going on in in DC with the Hoyas. It's going to be must-watch, folks. And remember, during the college basketball season, we're here each and every night of the college basketball season. We've been doing this shit for years, but we're going to have a bunch of conference preview uh, shows dropping in the next coming months uh, as we get ready for November 6th. Uh, Speaking of November 6th, it's funny. I mean, and and I haven't even done all my homework on this. I I'm constantly trying to fill out 
uh, the games, you know, to make sure I got my schedule uh, aligned because it's hard to get Intel on the, uh, uh, on the, you know, the first, the first games of the season, because the schedule don't drop until like, I feel like September, but you see individual teams have been releasing their non-con schedules. You know, we, we get, we get a back-to-back game in Las Vegas to open the season. We get USC, Kansas state. And then I think the lead up to that is Oregon, Georgia. So uh, curious what you think of those games. I mean, USC, Kansas state, we're going to see uh LeBroni. Yeah. Le- LeBroni James taking on uh Jerome Tang's bunch. I know you host the big 12 experience, so you can, you can flex right now about how K state's going to destroy USC. Oh yeah. You, you know, I'll be on the K state. Wow. Cats. Uh, I mean, they had another good portal class. They're very selective in what they do. Tyler Perry from North Texas and Kaluma from uh, Creighton. They kind of fill what uh, little man Noel and uh, Keontae Johnson gave them. So I think that the, the cats are going to be good again. USC is going to be uh, plenty covered this year with uh, Bronny James. Yeah. Yeah. And then Oregon, Georgia, Georgia, I thought had a decent Mike, first year under Mike snow Mike white, white. Um, maybe an Oregon Altman. It's a big year for Dana Altman. I'm going to say in Eugene this year. Um, so that that's it, the opening night of the season. I think there's some other decent games too. Um, I know there's some mid-major matchups that you know my eyes light up already when I see St. Thomas and Berkeley to take on Mark Madsen and Cal for the first game of the season. You know my eyes light up when I see Abilene Christian and Stillwater against Oklahoma State, and I go, "Uh oh!" Remember, I called Sam Houston State a year ago in Stillwater, yeah, and that that worked out. So uh, you know we're gonna have you all covered though with with each and every uh, night and game of the season. But uh, Auburn Baylor, the second night of the season at the Pentagon in South Dakota, it's a banger. It's a, yeah, and uh, expectations. I think. Uh, I think Auburn is flying a little bit under the radar in the SEC. They got Broom back. Uh, you got Denver Jones coming over in the transfer portal. Interest to see what the Tigers do. And then Baylor, man, it's they 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 kind of just reload. Uh, they got got a new set of guards coming in. R.J. Dennis and Jaden Dunn. Uh, uh, he's Dunn. a stud. R.J. Dennis, yeah. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like what they did in the portal. I know they lost Cryer, but still. Um, I like Went with Houston. Yeah, brutal. <laughs> Big Absolutely Twelve brutal. guys just go to yeah. Uh, other games throughout the first couple of days, we get Texas A and M at Ohio State. Four games into the the year, we get Memphis, as you alluded to. It's Rick Stansberry is going to be taking on Dennis Gates in Columbia, Missouri, in Game Two of the Memphis Tigers season as they open up against Jackson state. And then three days later play Missouri, Tennessee heading to Madison, Wisconsin. That should be a fun one. Uh, San Diego state at BYU BYU is in the big 12 now. So Mark yeah. Pope getting a chance to beat the, the runner up that what a what a imagine if they beat San Diego state in Provo, that would be okay. Okay. Welcome to the big 12. Uh, Dayton at Northwestern, uh, Arizona. How about Arizona at Duke? Third night of the season. Yeah, Caleb Love goes back there. Hey, and re- to rewind on BYU, remember those days when they used to play in the Mountain West with Jimmer Fredette? They and Kawhi Leonard. Yes. They had some games. So a lot of history between those two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, co- yeah. College basketball has really done a good job in recent years of loading up the beginning of the season. Oh yeah, I think this year's even better than last year. I yeah. I, I actually think two years ago was better than last year, but this year I think it's probably better than them all. 
Uh, Florida, Virginia also take it on. Uh, you're going to schedule to play each other. Todd Golden, year two against Tony Bennett. Uh, that should be interesting. So, and a bunch of these preseason tournaments are getting figured out now with their opponents. We have just a, a loaded basketball slate, folks. We will key in on it more as we get all of the schedules. Uh, and, and we start previewing conference by conference, but uh, subscribe to the college basketball experience folks. Uh, remember we're on Twitter at TCE on SGPN uh, Moneyline Mac here is on Twitter at Moneyline underscore Mac. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D give us all a follow and subscribe. We're on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Like I said, every single night of the season we're here and we're going to break down every single conference, every single one. So I don't think anyone goes deeper than us. Uh, and if so, uh, I, th- I would, I'd be ready for that Pepsi challenge. Let's let's go. Um, but, uh, but yeah, look, uh, we are. So youtube.com slash the college experience is the hub for all of our shows. Moneyline Mac. You'll hear him on the big 12 experience, right? I host the college football experience, the college basketball experience, what you're listening to the FCS college football experience, the college baseball experience with Noah Beenick. So check out, check out our YouTube channel. Cause that's the hub for all of it. But all those podcasts are independent podcasts. So go search those. We're on iTunes, Spotify, wherever podcasts can be found. Also get the SGPN app. It's free to download in the app store and Google play store uh, and uh, hop in the discord and talk a little Talk a little college hoops with us. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. All right, folks. Until the next episode, just a little offseason check-in. This is the college basketball experience. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Run and shoot.